And now, Schnell reads you the rulebook for Boss Monster. Welcome to Boss Monster, the card game that gives you the chance to become the ultimate villain, the boss of a video game-styled side-scrolling dungeon. If you have ever spent hours navigating the pixelated perils of the 8-bit dungeons, Boss Monster is designed for you. If you're new to this sort of card game, no worries. Played casually, Boss Monster is a simple game that's about building rooms, luring in heroes, and counting up how much damage it takes to destroy them. Read through the Quick Start Guide insert, check out the tutorial videos at brotherwisegames.com, and refer to the rulebook when you have questions. You'll be killing adventurers in no time. If you're more of a competitive player, don't be deceived by Boss Monster's simple mechanics. In your first games, you'll probably find heroes easy to destroy and rarely be at risk of death by wounds. After all, any self-respecting boss can defend himself from puny adventurers. The strategic heart of Boss Monster is about racing to see who can amass the most souls. You'll find your rival bosses are a real threat. Every turn is a chance to steal heroes from other players, and a clever Boss Monster can indirectly kill a greedy opponent or build combos that snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. Whether you're a casual or hardcore player, we hope you have fun. Thank you for becoming a part of the Boss Monster community, and happy hero hunting. How to play. Boss Monster is a fast-paced card game of strategic dungeon building. As a boss monster, your goal is to lure hapless adventurers into your dungeon and consume their souls. But beware, your dungeon must be as deadly as it is enticing, or the puny heroes can actually survive long enough to wound you. More importantly, you have competition. Adventurers are a hot commodity, and other boss monsters are all trying to outdo you with more precious treasures and more nefarious traps. Are you a bad enough dude to become the ultimate boss monster? Box Contents Boss deck with 8 cards Room deck with 75 cards Spell deck with 31 cards Hero deck with 25 cards Epic hero deck with 16 cards Rulebook Quick Start Guide Getting ready to play Boss Monster, you just need two to four players, the cards included with this game, and enough space to spread out your cards. The first time you play, allow yourself at least 45 minutes. Once players are familiar with the cards, a two-player game will typically take 20 to 30 minutes. Object of the game. The goal of Boss Monster is to lure heroes into your dungeon and kill them. Heroes who die in your dungeon are turned face down and count as souls. Heroes who survive give you wounds. A player wins if she ends a turn with 10 souls. A player loses if he ends a turn with 5 wounds. A turn is not complete until all players have had a chance to act. In the case of a tie, refer to tiebreaker rules. Gameplay at a glance. The heart of Boss Monster is dungeon building. Your boss card sits at the right of your side-scrolling dungeon, and each turn you can strengthen and refine it with rooms. A room's treasure value determines what type of hero it attracts, while its damage determines the ability to destroy heroes. Your dungeon builds out from your boss card. Each turn you can expand your dungeon by building a monster room or trap room. Heroes enter your dungeon each turn. Defeated heroes are turned face down and are worth souls. Heroes who survive deal wounds. You must gain 10 souls before you take 5 wounds. Your scorekeeping area sits off to the side of your dungeon, where face-down heroes are added to your souls, and face-up heroes are added to your wounds. You may only have a maximum of five visible rooms in your dungeon. The first time you hit five rooms, apply your boss card's level-up effect. Card Types 
bosses. Your boss card represents the ultimate villain waiting at the end of your dungeon, you. While it has a treasure value, it does not count as a room. It cannot deal damage, be deactivated, or be destroyed. Boss icon. This icon indicates that it is a boss card. Boss ability. Each boss has a powerful level up ability, which triggers at the end of the build phase when your dungeon first reaches 5 visible rooms. XP. During each phase, players act in XP order. The highest XP player goes first, followed by the second highest, and so on. Treasure. A boss card's treasure icon adds to its dungeon's total. Your level up ability triggers only once per game when your dungeon hits its maximum length of 5 rooms, not counting your boss. Use a coin or token to indicate that this ability has been used. Card Types Rooms Your dungeon's rooms attract and damage heroes. Each turn, you can build a new room in your dungeon, up to a maximum of 5 visible rooms. Ordinary rooms can be built at the end of your dungeon or over any other room. Advanced rooms are upgrades that can only be built on existing rooms with at least one matching treasure icon. Room Icon A silver icon is an ordinary room, while advanced rooms have gold icons. This icon also shows the room's subtype, whether it is a monster room or a trap room. Ability the rules text of the card is active as long as it is visible and in play. Damage. Each time a hero enters a room, it takes the listed damage. When the damage meets or exceeds its health, that hero dies. Treasure. The treasure icon indicates what type of heroes this room attracts. Card types, heroes. Heroes are the key resource in Boss Monster. Heroes appear in town every turn, waiting for adventures. Ordinary heroes are silver. Epic heroes are gold. Epic heroes don't show up in town until all the ordinary heroes have been claimed. Treasure icon. The type of treasure that lures this hero. Health. The amount of damage that this hero can resist before dying. Note that epic heroes have more health than ordinary heroes. Wound. If an ordinary hero survives your dungeon, it remains face up and counts as one wound. Epic heroes count as two wounds. Player icon. This indicates whether the card should be used in a 2, 3, or 4 player game. Soul. When a hero dies in your dungeon, turn it face down. Ordinary heroes count as 1 soul, while epic heroes count as 2. Card types, spells. Spells reflect the power of your boss monster to affect what happens in your dungeon and beyond. After the beginning of the game, you may only draw new spell cards when a card specifically tells you to do so. You may play any number of spells per turn, but may only play spells during the build and adventure phases. Once you've played a spell, place it in the discard pile. Text. The rules text on the card describes its effects. Phase icon. This icon indicates the phase when the card can be played. Hammer equals build phase. Axe equals adventure. Both is either. Priority. You are the active player while you are placing a room face down during the build phase, or while you are processing heroes in your dungeon. If another player plays a spell while you are the active player, you may play and resolve any number of spells or effects before opponent's spells or abilities resolve. Non-active player spells and effects then resolve in order of XP value. Setup. Prepare the hero decks. The number of players determines the number of hero cards that should be used in a game. Two players, 13 heroes, 8 epic heroes. 3 players, 17 heroes, 12 epic heroes. 4 players, 
25 heroes, 16 epic heroes. If you are playing a two-player game, remove all cards with the three-player or four-player icons. If you are playing a three-player game, just remove the four-player heroes. Then shuffle all decks thoroughly. Initial setup. Shuffle the boss deck and randomly deal one boss card to each player. Players reveal their boss cards and place them to the right of their play area. All room cards will be built to the left of the boss card, while acquired souls and wounds will be placed to the right. Set up the hero, epic hero, dungeon, and spell decks as shown on page 9. Starting hand. Each player draws 5 room cards and 2 spell cards. For a more challenging game, try the classic mode play variant. Mulligan. If you draw 4 advanced rooms, or 4 of 1 treasure type, you may shuffle your entire hand back into the decks and draw a new card. Build your first room. Before the first turn begins, each player can build one room. To build a room card, place it face down on the table to the left of your boss card. The highest XP player goes first, then each other player places a face down room. Once all players have placed their cards, simultaneously reveal the newly built rooms. In XP order, resolve any, when you build this, effects. At this point, setup is complete and the first turn begins. Sequence of play. After the initial setup, each turn in Boss Monster consists of five phases. Beginning of the turn. Reveal heroes in town, one hero per player in the game, then each player draws a card from the room deck. Build phase. Each player may build one room. Players take turns in XP order, highest to lowest, placing their room cards face down. At the end of the build phase, Newly built rooms are revealed simultaneously. Bait phase. Heroes move to the entrance of the dungeon with the highest corresponding treasure value, or stay in town if treasure values are tied. Adventuring phase. Heroes travel through dungeons. In XP order, each player takes a turn as the active player, processing all heroes at his or her dungeon entrance and acquiring souls or wounds. End of the turn. The turn ends, and a new turn begins. Within each phase of the game, priority passes from player to player. The active player always has priority. XP value. Each boss has an XP value that determines who goes first in each phase. During the build phase, the highest XP player is the first to place a room, followed by each other player in XP order. At the end of the build phase, any level up or when you build this room effects trigger in XP order. During the adventure phase, the highest XP player is the first to process adventurers through her dungeon. Active player. When you are the active player, you have priority. You can use any number of spells and abilities before any other player can respond, even higher XP players. Beginning of the turn. During the beginning of the turn phase, the following occurs. Heroes appear in town. Reveal one hero card for each active player in the game, in general, all ordinary heroes must be revealed before an epic hero is revealed. Each player draws a card. Each player draws one room card. Spell cards, room cards, and activated abilities cannot be used during the beginning of the turn phase. Once each player has drawn a card, the build phase begins. Build phase. During the build phase, players take turns placing rooms face down in their dungeon. You must specify where the room is to be placed. A room card can be placed in one of two locations. To the left of your leftmost card. During setup, place your first room to the left of your boss card. Afterward, build additional new rooms to the left. You may build a maximum of five visible rooms in your dungeon. 
your boss is now a room. On top of an existing room card, ordinary rooms can be built on top of any room. Advanced rooms can only be built on top of a room with at least one matching treasure icon. You may choose not to play a room, but you cannot change your choice once you are no longer an active player. During the build phase, you may use card abilities and play spells marked with the build hammer icon. The active player's effects are always resolved first, with the other player's effects resolved in XP order. Once each player has had a chance to place a room, during the end of the build phase, players simultaneously flip over their room cards. These rooms are now considered built. Any level up and when you build this room abilities take effect for the highest XP player, followed by the lower XP players. Pro tip, building over. Keep an eye on your treasure types as you're building rooms, because they will limit the advanced rooms you're allowed to play. Multi-treasure rooms with gold borders tend to be low damage, but they give your dungeon versatility. Also keep in mind that ordinary rooms can be built over any room regardless of treasure type. Bait phase. During the bait phase, players have the chance to lure heroes to their dungeon. Take the following steps. Compare treasure values. Count the amount of treasure icons in each dungeon corresponding to the hero in town. Add any modifiers from room abilities or spells. Lure. For each hero, the dungeon with the highest relevant treasure value lures in that hero. The hero moves to that dungeon's entrance. Place the hero beside the leftmost room in that dungeon. Tie. If no player has treasure for that hero's type, or if all players are tied, the hero stays in town until the next turn. Spell cards and room abilities cannot be used during the bait phase. If multiple heroes move to a player's dungeon, they arrive in order that they were revealed from the hero deck. Once all heroes are accounted for, the adventure phase begins. Pro tip, bottlenecked heroes. If no player has the highest treasure value for a given hero, either because all players have zero or all players are tied, that hero stays in town. On the next turn, new heroes arrive as normal. If the tie is not broken, heroes can really start to stack up in town. When a tie is broken, all relevant heroes go to the winning dungeon, which means that the stakes just keep getting higher. Manipulating the bait phase to make sure heroes come your way is the key to success in Boss Monster. Bait phase example. Here we see a snapshot of the play area for a two-player game, focusing on the ordinary hero deck and the player's dungeons. For a full game layout, see page 9. As this turn's bait phase begins, there are three heroes in town. Player 1's dungeon contains one cleric treasure, two mage treasures, zero fighter treasures, two thief treasures. Player 2's dungeon contains three cleric treasures, zero mage treasures, one fighter treasure, two thief treasures. The mage is lured to player 1, the cleric is lured to player 2, and the thief stays in town. Next turn, two new heroes will arrive in town and the situation may change as new rooms are built. Adventure Phase During the adventure phase, heroes attack dungeons and players take turns contending with them. Players with heroes at their dungeon entrances take turns as the active player, highest XP going first, following these steps. Heroes enter. Starting with the first hero to arrive at an entrance to the player's dungeon, that hero begins to move through the player's dungeon. Rooms deal damage. As the hero enters each room, any room ability takes effect, then the room deals its damage. Spells and abilities. In each room, after damage is dealt, players may play abilities or spells marked with the adventure, axe, icon. The active player's effects are always resolved first. Death. 
If a hero exits a room with damage equal to or exceeding its health, it dies. Move that hero to your scorekeeping area and place it face down, adding its soul value to your total. Survival. If you are not able to sufficiently damage the hero, or kill it by other means, before it reaches your boss, place it face up in your scorekeeping area, adding its wound value to your total. All killed or surviving heroes are placed in the player's scorekeeping area. Once all heroes are processed, priority passes to the player with the next highest XP. Pro tip, tracking heroes. Sometimes, hero sequence can be important. Heroes obey a first in, first out rule. To keep track of this, place each newly revealed hero to the side of the deck. The closest to the deck should always be the one that has been in play the longest. Once that hero heads to the dungeon, slide the newer cards towards the deck to take its place. Remember, new heroes continue to arrive in town at the beginning of each turn. End of the turn phase. Once all players have had a chance to be the active player during the adventure phase, the turn ends. At the end of every turn, any until the end of turn effects are resolved. Any deactivated rooms are turned upright. In the event that a hero takes damage during the adventure phase but is returned to town or the entrance of a dungeon by a card ability, damage to that hero does not carry over to subsequent turns. Spell cards and activated abilities cannot be used during the end of turn phase. Pro tip, multiplayer games. In a game with more than two players, when one player loses, that player's cards are set aside and removed from the game. They do not go to the discard pile, and no effect can interact with those cards until the game concludes. The number of heroes entering town does not change, so the pressure is on. End of game. The game does not end until a full turn is completed and every eligible player has had a chance to resolve an adventure phase. Once every player has had a chance to act, determine the following. If a player ends the turn with five or more wounds, that player loses the game, regardless of soul count. If a player ends the turn with 10 souls and fewer than 5 wounds, that player wins the game. If two players meet the victory condition or loss conditions above, subtract each player's wounds from his souls total. The player with the higher result wins. If the result above is still a tie, the player with the lowest XP value wins. Now shuffle the decks, deal out some new boss cards, and play again. Play Variants Classic Mode during setup, each player draws five room cards and two spell cards, then discards two cards of their choice. Hard mode. Remove all ordinary heroes with a health value of four. This makes it difficult to avoid a wound in early turns and brings epic heroes into play a turn earlier. I choose you. During setup, deal each player two boss cards. Players choose one and remove the other from the game. Machinations. At the end of the turn, if a player did not gain a soul this turn, that player may draw one card from the room or spell deck. Unlimited lives. Players are not eliminated upon reaching five wounds. The game ends when a turn ends with no cards left in the hero decks. The winner of the game is the player with the highest total souls minus wounds. Okay, you should be all set. And if you're looking for more rulebooks, please check out beardgamers.com. Thanks for listening.